Welcome to Water Stories, where all wisdom streams converge, and we are asking the question, how can deepening our relationship with the creative element water offer all the solutions for humanity, and at the same time contribute to an evolution in our consciousness? Well, we need to go on a journey to find out, and water is a journey you go on to discover life. It's an infinite exploration of adventure, and there's a magic point where water's true nature reveals itself. It's a point of no return, there's no going back, no getting off and no way out. It's a point of reverence for all life. Where ultimately we find is a journey of remembering. And at the end lies a simple message about relationship. And Water Stories is this journey to get to the magic point. Hi there, it's Matt Thor, your host, your cloud surfing, earth gazing, ocean crossing, meandering, river following, water loving, aviator, water sommelier, and advocate of water's true nature. Broadcasting from the water temple here in the shards of England. And we are truly honored to open the Uniting for Water Room on behalf of World Unity Week 2021 with over 30 of the world's leading water luminaries each telling a water story. And it's time to tell a water story. Time for a water story. And we are going to be talking to a great, great scientist, a, a legend, in fact. I know he, he doesn't like too many accolades, but I just want to suggest that Professor Jerry Pollock's been a huge inspiration for a lot of scientists, bringing them all together and weaving the collective story of water together. This is one of the inspirations to this, where we're taking all the stories of water, bringing them together, include science as well. So I'm, I'm deeply honored to have a friend and actually a great inspiration, a mentor, Jerry Pollock, to Water Story. Jerry, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Matt. It's, uh, it's a great pleasure to, to be here. Well, I, I guess in my five minutes, um, I, <laughs> I, no, 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 it's perfectly okay. I, I guess I want to talk about some material that is maybe more mundane than the black holes that we've, we've heard about, but just a, a quick outline on what we found and the significance of it. We found that water beyond the, the usual three phases of solid, liquid, and vapor, there's actually a fourth phase, and that fourth phase is, uh, uh, differs radically from, from the other uh, three phases. And it's not just a, a laboratory curiosity, it, it's, uh, it's actually the kind of water that fills our cells. And so it does have some significance. And the idea is not really a, a brand new idea by any means. Hints of a, of a, a fourth phase of water began uh, more than 100 years ago. And several very prominent scientists uh, put forth ideas that are not so different from the ideas that, that we put forth, hinting that especially water and biology differs from ordinary, uh, say, liquid water. You know, liquid water, if your body uh, is filled with liquid water, if you cut yourself, the water ought to come pouring out. And of course, it doesn't. It hints that the water inside your body uh, is, is not the same as uh, pure uh, liquid water. And the, and the people in the past who, who have uh, uh, proposed and promulgated such ideas include, include Gilbert Ling, who spent much of his life, who just passed recently at age close to 100, was promoting this. And also Albert St. Georgie, who is known as the father of modern biochemistry, won a Nobel Prize for discovering vitamin C. He knew of the uh, significance of so-called structured, uh, 
or ordered order in biology. And one of the famous quotes uh, of his is, life is water dancing to the tune of solids. So, so these are, you might say, the, the, the scientists um, on whose shoulders uh, our discoveries uh, stand. And so the way, the way it works, the way we deduce is, is as follows. So you have a surface of some sort, and it should be a hydrophilic or water-loving surface. So here's the surface, and the water is sitting next to it. And when the first molecular layer of water meets the surface, it undergoes a radical transformation. The individual water molecules that are bouncing around a fierce number of times per second undergo this trans transformation, and they form a sheet-like entity and the structure of the sheet consists of lots of hexagons, a honeycomb kind of structure. And then that sheet forms the substrate, the basis for the next water molecules to form another sheet and another and another. And these sheets kind of uh, grow and they grow, uh, can grow to a, a huge extent, up, up to even, even millions of, uh, of sheets. Surprisingly, we've seen evidence for that. And one of the, one of the features is that the, this water is not neutral like H2O. It's actually negatively charged. And the region beyond these layers, beyond the fourth phase, or we say easy or exclusion zone because it tends to exclude stuff, the region beyond is filled with equal positive charge. So you've got negative charge, positive charge, and that forms a battery. And in fact, um, it's a battery from which you can get electrical energy. We've demonstrated that in the laboratory. And since this kind of water is filling our cells inside our body, you can imagine that this energy, this electrical energy, can be used by the body in the same way as we think about the way that ATP is used. So it can form a basis for the energetics of what goes on in, in your body. So this is a battery, and the question is, well, what charges the battery? You know, your cell phone will run down unless it gets charged. And we were surprised, shocked if you will, to find that the answer is light. And not just any light, uh, we found that it's infrared light. And infrared light is all over the place. It, 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 it's roughly the equivalent of heat, not exactly, but uh, the equivalent. And, and you can imagine a lot of it comes from the sun, which is more than 50% infrared. It can come from any objects uh, around you, which re-radiate in the infrared, and it can even come from inside your body because your metabolism is uh, generating heat, which, as I said, is essentially infrared. So the energy for building this kind of water is, is there. And so in some, I, in my, I don't know how many minutes I've, I've used, but your body is filled with this stuff. It, it's not only your body, it's outside your body as well. It's not just a laboratory curiosity. It's, it's critically important. And we found that Essentially, every body function involves water. Water is not just a passive background carrier of the more important molecules of life. It, it, it's central. The water is central to everything that the body does. And I guess uh, uh, the, the, the last point of this is if you want to maintain your health, it's really important to maintain your easy water. And, and there are very, very simple ways of or expedience of doing this, which, which include, well, I, I think I don't have time, but please check my books on, on the subject and recent papers, and, and they go into it. 
thank you very much for the opportunity, Matt. Well, it's, it's a huge inspiration, and and the the, the yeah, it's it, we all receive kind of inspiration from from everywhere around, and you've received your own inspiration, which which is a guidance for us. And and what a, a quick last one, actually, we have got a couple of minutes, but the impact of this discoveries that water has more than more than three phases. What, what is the potential of the impact across not only all the sciences but the applications as well? Well, applications. Uh, well, first. first impact you know if you if you want to repair your car or if the mechanic wants to repair your car it's necessary for the mechanic to understand what the engine does what the brakes do etc cetera, etc cetera. otherwise and uh, it, it, if you're repairing the 747 it's it's even 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 more important so that's you know that's the centrality of all of this is that if you want to understand biology you need to know the components and how they work and water is not merely uh, background carrier of the more important molecules of life. Practical applications, there are a few that uh, we're working on. One of them is getting energy from water. So as I mentioned, the easy water is charged, typically negatively charged, and the water beyond is positively charged. That's a battery, and the battery is run on sunlight. That's what recharges the battery. So in theory, in theory, you ought to be able to stick two electrodes in and get electrical energy. And we demonstrated that in the laboratory, but as everybody knows, you know, going from a laboratory observation to something practical is not trivial. You, you have to cross over the so-called valley of death, a very deep valley. That you, it's not easy uh, to jump across. And so we're working on that. And a, a second one is, is filtration. I mentioned that the fourth phase, we also call it exclusion zone or EZ for short, EZ, we call it, EZ water. And uh, it's exclusion zone because it excludes all the junk. So if you have water that contains uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, birth control, uh, pills, whatever you, poisons, microplastics, whatever, they're all excluded. So if you if you take water and put it into a, a system that creates EZ, and you extract the EZ, EZ water is like filtered water. It's free of all this garbage. And so we're working on that, that, that as well to achieve this kind of filtration. And we think we can even filter out salt. See? And so, so the really exciting endeavor of the future is to take ocean water, expose it to the sun, which is, of course, abundant in places where there are water shortages. That's the fuel. That's the energy. And out of that, create uh, water that's salt-free, drinking water. So this is the; these are some of the exciting projects for the future. And of course, they they all require uh, considerable research, development, investment, etc. And we're working on it. We're excited. About it. Well, that you bring so much excitement, and thank you for giving us new eyes to see water in in our bodies, water in nature, and water, as we said, in the cosmos as well, because it really is changing our viewpoint and our kind of metaphysical understanding of our place in the universe and purpose. So Derek, you're a huge inspiration. I'm sorry to give you 10 minutes, but let's go for a deep dive <laughs> on, a, on a real water story another time. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thanks for the invitation. Matt. Thank you, Derek. Thank you. Bye-bye. Remember, we go until the last water story has been told until every voice is heard as we are all in the waters together. So don't forget to leave a comment, subscribe, or even share with your nearest and dearest and go check out mattthor.com and launching this August, newwatergeneration.com. 
I'll see you in the next episode where we'll be weaving all knowledge systems for more water science, traditional eldership, water stewardship, artistry, water crystallography, mysticism, and conscious participation in the awesome game of life. Water.